This is a show where Brandon and Gabby from Geekedia talk about everything geeky. From movies, to shows, and even video games. So put in your earbuds, and get ready to listen to an organized, well thought out, random conversation. guys so this week um i feel like this is gonna be a not necessarily more philosophical but i i feel like this is gonna be a, a kind of a i feel like this could very easily turn into a deeper episode yes um and that's, that's the aim I, yeah. in a way yeah okay um i i gathered uh it's kind of like why we consume the media that we do like uh, the the types of television shows, the type of movies, um, video games, even like why we are drawn to them, why we like them, why we want to spend our time on them, and like kind of like what they mean to us, right? I, yeah, is that it? Okay, I I got it. Was there anything else to add? Not, to that? not really. I mean, I, that that no, I mean, basically, I came up with this idea just like. Like for us, we're we're not going on like why do we as people, but just why do us? I mean, as I will in, probably start there. Fair, but I mean, like my my end goal is like why do we like Individual, as individually? Why do we watch not just movies and not so generic, but like we could even go as generic as uh, certain genres, but it's like. Mm-hmm. Why? What? What about these shows or movies or whatever makes us just gravitate towards them? In yeah, a, in a way. Yeah, um, I think in talking like in general about all of them, I think um, people are, are drawn to watching movies, reading books, even watching television and playing video games. It's a storytelling. Where I think as humans we're innately storytellers yeah and so when we see something or or, yeah when we see something that like is a good story we kind of get drawn into it especially if like other people are are talking about it and you i don't know it's kind of a communal experience to talk about a story that you you know like does that that make sense Uh, yeah um kind of like being in the conversations of 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 I'm thinking movies and TVs at at this point. TVs, movies and TV shows. Um, I I think is like can be a it can turn into a communal experience even if you're watching it alone. But then you can go and talk to your friends about this show that you're both watching week to week. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's something about the storytelling that I think people in general are drawn to all of these things. Um. I agree, but uh, I, I, for me personally, but yeah. also I, I think it kind of goes with people in general. Mm-hmm. It's an escape. Yeah, I, I think that that falls under it being the storytelling yeah. aspect. It was like storytelling in its original form was kind of, well, there's several reasons for it, but one of them is like an, es- an escape, I think you could say it. Like back when it was only like talking talking it was like an oral tradition of like you're like i'm gonna tell a story and a lot of times it would be some sort of like teaching aspect within it like you know like why does the sun rise and now we're you know teaching like talking about why and like making up a story of you know why the sun rises or why alligators are green are alligators green regardless um you know what i mean but like why is the sky blue and i think you would tell a story and that's where i think a lot of um storytelling came from and or entertainment came from i think is a better word um and what was the word that you used escape escape right and and so it would be like it would be something that a whole tribe would look forward to it's like oh it's it's a it's the night for this storyteller to to come and and give us his new story it was like we're like okay it it's something that everybody would would do it's like an escape from not necessarily from reality, but of like of your normal everyday life. It's oftentimes more interesting in those regards. Right. Um, at least it was when there it was like oral suggestions, but exactly. Right. So it's um, an escape for 
you personally would. Yeah, for me, like, I, and it's not always an escape in a bad way. Mm-hmm. It could be an escape of, you know, just a mental break. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, certain TV shows, like, I could watch, I could easily go back, and I'm trying to find, like, there are certain shows that I've seen multiple times the entire series yeah i'll still go back and watch it and i'll still laugh i'll still cry i'll still you know know the lines know exactly what's going on everything like that but you know and sometimes it's an escape as as far as like i said just mental break and just you know kind of uh, you know how people do like staycations mm-hmm. like they, they're on vacation but no, they're, know, they're not going anywhere i mean i know what that is yeah kind, kind of like that of like i just need that like is that break? Is that it's like, like a mental staycation? It's yeah, something exactly. familiar to you, but you're not doing. You're not necess- You don't have to put effort to understand something new. It's something that's familiar. Exactly. Yeah. And then there's times where it's an escape of I've had a really bad day, or you know, just it just it, everyday life just getting to you. Like there's times in, in the past I've. I'm not gonna lie. I've gone on YouTube and watched old uh, Barney the Dinosaur episodes. <laughs> and I mean, like, not just Barney and Friends. I mean, like, back when it was, where it was one or two VHSs, uh, like, uh, uh, yeah, Barney in the Backyard Game, that's what it was, mm-hmm. where it was the terrifying looking Barney. Um, but, I like, don't recall. If, I was too young. I don't remember that. Yeah, fair. Um, but, like, I would go back and watch those because it was that escape of, oh, yeah, back when it was, when I didn't have any worries it kind of like reminded me of that childhood and just like reminiscing in that um you know and and i'll do that with like other shows as well like you know uh the unknown physician uh (laughs) uh but like and that goes with movies and video games as well like sometimes it's just in a way therapy i guess Uh, you mean going back to familiar shows yeah going back to familiar shows there there is a psychological aspect i've i mean you know me i learn like the most random things i get on like a hyperfixation kick of like learning a bunch of stuff about psychology every now and then one of the things that i I learned was like there is a um a psychological reason for why people rewatch shows that they've seen already like the entire series there's a bunch of shows that a lot of people watch like yearly or they like or well that's a different aspect i suppose but like like just in times of like oh i just need something you just need something familiar you don't have to like invest in a new type of story trying to like there's no emotional investment of trying to understand what's going to happen but you know there's you know what to expect it's it's not like because you've seen it 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 before like right. you, you know what's going to happen and there's no uh, um like not that there's no weight to it but like you, there's no like uh, not connection i'm trying to think of the right word i can't think of the right word but it's like that you there's less effort for your brain to to wa- rewatch a show than to watch a new show yeah um and so studies have, have found that like did that there um like people, people do that for a reason, and I think some of the reasons that you named you do you personally doing it, I, I think th- those were some of those reasons. Yeah. That people do it. It's like it's not necessarily nostalgia. It's a it's a it's a brain break. Like I know what's gonna happen. I don't have to think about it. It's it's familiar. Yeah. Same with like staycations, I guess. And I'll even go like a little bit further. Like uh, like I said, it, it, for me, and I'm sure bunch of other people Mm -hmm. some of them can be uh, kind of like a therapy yeah that's why yeah you said that that's why i brought up the psychological aspect of of doing it it is beneficial to people who do it and the the reason why i i say like that is because so uh i've done this too but my mom is more than likely to be the one to do this hi mom um there's times uh like you ever heard somebody go like i just need a good cry or something like that yeah and you usually have something that they know will make them cry yeah and she she she's done that like we watched uh, a british show can i say the name or is that still that's an excellent question i have no idea it, just, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it, is it the, the show that I'm thinking of? The detective one. the Where they're on an eye. Uh, oh, detective. that one. Yes. 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 Um, 
And like, there's a scene, uh, the beginning of the third season, the main character dies Mm -hmm. and she watched it with me and of course cried. And then when my brother was rewatching it, she tells him, don't watch it unless it's with me because she's like, I need to to see it again. Yeah, Yeah. She wanted a good, and I've done that too. Like there's, um, there's something cathartic. Yeah. Yeah. Cathartic. Yeah. About knowing, like being able to like. No, you're going to cry like that, like intentionally doing something that's going to like or consuming something like music, a movie, a, a television show that's you know is going to make you cry. Right. There's something cath- there's a catharsis in that of being able to to cry like, and I, in that way. And I've done that, too. Like uh, the wrestling, there was a, a wrestler by the name of uh, John Huber. Uh, I had this the the shirt where everybody goes that, why are you on the shirt um oh that yeah one. uh that's that's wild i've never heard anyone say that and i never thought that in my life but see everybody says the, i, I the, thought that was you i'm like not why why would you wear a shirt with yourself on it exactly that's weird. um i'm not that narcissistic um but they did a the wrestling show did a tribute show for him, and mm-hmm. there's clips of it on youtube and sometimes i'll go watch those clips because i know it'll make me cry other times i'll like be on TikTok and it'll be like you know uh, soldiers coming back home and reuniting with and surprising their family, and that gets or their me. dogs. Oof, that one that one's good too. Um, but there there's times I do for a cry. There's times where I'm I I need a laugh and not because it, and not like not it, kind of on a different spectrum of uh, i need a good cry it's like i'm upset i'm down i'm depressed i'm sad i need to go laugh so, yeah because you know laughing cha- like there's something about like laughing again i go back to like psychology it, there's something about like doing something that you know is going to make you smile or laugh is helpful in those situations yeah and there there's seen times like me i i go even deeper than that like when i was going through some bad depression i watched a show uh with robin williams and sarah michelle geller mm-hmm. um and it was uh, i think this was like a year after he died mm-hmm. um but I, I was going through some and i i was going through some bad depression and i made sure to watch that show because this, this is how my brain works i'm going he know he like he, I'm going through some of the same things he was going through as far as or I'm kind of the same person of I'm sad I know what that's like so I'm gonna try to make everybody else laugh so they never feel that way right so in a way it was like I knew it was gonna make me laugh because it, it's Robin Williams you're always gonna laugh but also it was like I like in a way I guess I I was like. Uh, helping him do. His, the, his job what he thought was yeah. what what he wanted to do yeah he he i'm sad he, he's gonna make me laugh that's it that was his purpose um and man this got deep real quick uh but but yeah that was it, the goal right um but yeah i think that's what for me that i'm drawn to so many things like that as far as far as as an escape when, yeah, when it comes to that. Yeah, I, I think that um it it it's there's something about the stories that we read, watch, or play through, uh, that I that because I, maybe it's the knowledge that we we know that those things are gonna happen that like brings us back to them. Yeah. But even if we if we don't, sitting through that for the first time also will also like bring up those emotions and that's like I mean, that's the goal of, like, certain things. Like, they're, they're meant to, like, comedy. I feel like we've, I don't know if we've had this conversation on the podcast before, but, like, comedy is meant, like, they're supposed to be, like, you're trying to get an emotion out of you. Like, the whole, like, a love story is trying to get some emotions out of you. An action story is trying to get some some emotion out of you. Like, everything about movies, televisions, video games, books, they're intentionally written and acted in a way that is to connect with audiences on an emotional level in some way. And the fact that you do that is 
fantastic because I don't know that I have any sort of thing that I like intentionally go to in terms of um, something to watch or, or, or read mm-hmm. in that aspect. I, I tend towards music in that regard, um, which I think. I fa- do that too. <laughs> that's true. And which I think still falls in the category of like media that we're drawn to, I, I think. Or entertainment stuff that we're we're drawn to, I th- I think that falls in that category too. Like I will, like if I am, like upset, I will. It's almost like, like when you're doing the like, I need a, I need to, I need a cry. It's almost as if your your brain is saying, "I was like, I'm sad and I need something." Like crying, crying is going to help me through the sadness. But you can't just sometimes you just can't make yourself cry. So you turn to a piece of media that, you know, will help you cry. That way you're you can trick your brain and be like, OK, I have a reason to cry now. Right. So then you can get those emotions out, whether your emotion, your emotions might not be necessarily connecting to like what's happening on the screen. You not might, might not be relating to what's happening on the screen. It might have something nothing to do with what's going on on the screen that you've connected to what you've connected to the the sadness within it that now like you're feeling it as well but it's something entirely different but you're allowing yourself to feel that emotion yeah um and for me as usually music it's not like i'm not like stewing in the emotions i mean sometimes i am but like it, it's almost like you're a I, I, I guess I, I did just say it, but like you're allowing yourself to, to feel those emotions yeah. when you intentionally seek out stuff like that. And I, I usually, I, I tend towards music, but I do, I do rewatch stuff, but and I, I don't know that I could think of like a, a reason as to like why there's a show that I have rewatched um, several times because it just has like I don't know that it, it means a lot to me I guess um and there's a lot of aspects I mean yes it's relatable there's a lot that's like I don't fully relate to obviously um because his character is not a good person um but like <laughs> but it, it there's something the the show is written in a way that like you connect to some character. Like, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't have to be the main character you're connecting to. It could be a side character that you're connecting to. And for me, it is, a, I, I think it is, like, a couple of side characters that I relate to. And I just absolutely love the way that it's written, that I want to experience it over and over again. I think, like, I, it's very hard for me to re-watch stuff. There are very few things that I can bring myself to re-watch. And this show just happens to be one of them. Um, what show? Ah! Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, uh, I don't know what it is about that show that I, that I think there's, I think there's six seasons and I've seen it all the way through six times or probably more because I kept rewatching all the way through the seasons when the next season was coming. So I've probably seen the first, season like six times you know you know what i mean like that i i think i did even it out though i would like skip season one and be like okay we're gonna yeah i i think i've seen it in its entirety six times i think gotcha um, and there's like i don't know the there's not there's not very many shows that i will like actively seek out to rewatch. There's a couple shows that I've I've tried. There's some that I'm like, oh, I'm intentionally gonna watch this all the way through again because I haven't in years. And I've done that with um a show from our childhood, Nickelodeon show. You know, Benders. <laughs> you did you did the like little movement with your hand. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I. I had seen the original series all the way through and but i hadn't seen the sequel series all the way through um because they stopped airing on nickelodeon because i don't know it was like too dark they decided to remove it and just put it i, I don't remember it, it was more mature than they wanted on television so that anyways i don't remember um 
and they uh so i was like when i wanted to finish watching the sequel series i went back to the original and started there first even though i know that i had seen them all because it's again such great storytelling that you can connect on several different levels you feel emotions all the emotions throughout the seasons and, and, and individual episodes you laugh you cry um the, the obviously there are more emotions than that that I can't think of right now. Right. Um. But like, there's so many facets uh, to this show that it's just enjoyable on all levels, and you can connect to something at any point in the show. Like, you can connect whether it's a character, it's an emotion, it's a situation that they're in. Like, it's, it's. I I don't know. I I think in terms of books i don't know i physically cannot reread a book um i can't do it i remember so much of it that i start skimming through it um my brain just remembers visually the book so i literally cannot reread a book but there are specific books that i mentally go back to to specific scenes in in books and specific lines in books that i i return to a lot without rereading the whole thing because they just stick with me right right um but i don't know i I think that it's just uh it's just storytelling and in my mind it's like i just go back to it's the reason why things these things mean so much is because of the connection yeah i mean I'm not trying. Uh, that yeah. face and that noise was not. Well, I'm gonna th- disagree. It was like no, no, I, no. I'm trying to think of my like what I'm trying to say next. Yeah. I mean, besides like a therapy session, I think I think this for both of us with some of the shows that we may rewatch, and especially if they're shows from our childhood. It's a nostalgia feeling again, like kind of like that. Uh, uh, everything was right in the world. I didn't have any worries. Nostalgia is a funny thing to me because I don't necessarily not that I don't feel nostalgia, but like there are you don't seek it out. I n- that's not what I'm trying to say. I uh, there's something that there's like you're one that's like you intentionally seek out nostalgia. You care a lot about the things from your childhood, right? Um, and you're always like, oh man, I remember when this was better or whatever. And like my nephew, the older one, obviously is very into nostalgia as well. And I just cannot comprehend the way you two think of things in such nostalgic ways. Like I, I can't bring my brain to do that. Like I, it's not that I didn't love the things back then, but I don't necessarily think of them like, oh, it was better back then. You're not one to look back. I'm sure, I guess, but no, like, there's something about nostalgia that, not necessarily, there are, there are aspects, there are aspects of nostalgia that rub me the wrong way. And, really? And, and, and I'll explain that. It's like, uh, oh, everything was better, kind of, like. Oh, we, and every, and today's crap. Right. And uh, I, okay. I, I, and there's something, and the other aspect of nostalgia is like, you, you're so focused on the past that you can't enjoy your present and there's something about those aspects of of nostalgia when people stick with like nostalgia or like they seek out only nostalgic things that's a problem and so i i like my brain switches to the extreme of like like neither of you are like that in that in that manner though you do really talk about nostalgic things a lot you're not it, we just happen to talk about those things. It's not like you're not there all the time. Like, right. that's not your mindset all the time. We just happen to talk about it a lot. Um, but it it's like, it feels so wrong to me to think of the past as is so much better than our present that, like, that I've, like, I don't want to go back. Does that make sense? Like, I don't want to back go back. I want to make sure that the present is good. You know, right. Like... like and there's so there's a lot of things now that I, I was like, well, if I went back, then I wouldn't have this show or this show or this show or this game, you know what I mean? Or this book, like I wouldn't have those things if I had if I went back, like if I was so and if I was so focused on 
the things that I grew up with, I would miss out on so many new great pieces of media. You know what I mean? So I like, I, I my mindset is like ever evolving of like what is good, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's that that's but that that's why I was like, nostalgia is like a weird topic for me. Um, yeah. Hey guys. As the strike has been going on, we've really had a lot of time to really think about why we consume movies and TV shows. And Brandon came up with this brilliant topic, and we had a lot of fun going deep and trying to understand why we as individuals, as well as society as a whole, like watching movies and TV shows, and we delve into like stories and stuff and I I hope you've been enjoying our conversation and hopefully it sparks a conversation in your own life as to why we love these things so much and why the actors are fighting. Thank you for listening. I I get I get where where you're going cuz I I do understand I do I understand that, and in I in terms and, of nostalgia. Yeah, in yeah. terms of n- nostalgia, nostalgia, nostalgia. <laughs> um, and uh, hi, my name's nostalgia. I imagined um, like a superhero that like makes you think of your child or like manifest your like childhood. Like she like shoots you with her powers, and then you're like, oh man, Power Rangers, or like you know what I mean? Like that's what I thought of. I don't know. I don't know. It made more sense in my head. Like yeah. I can, I can see it, but I can't. I get where you're speak going. It. Uh, but uh, <laughs> um, I get where you're uh, coming where, from. Where you're coming from, and I and I can see that, and I and I can and I I've never had that issue, but I do see where it, any of these what we've talked about re, uh, in this podcast. Uh, can be an addiction. Uh, right, like yeah. you were saying, purpo- now, there are times I purposely seek out to cry, to laugh, though laughter, that's not bad. Um, <laughs> and there's times I purposely... It is if you're trying, if you're not letting yourself feel the negative emotions. Fair. Uh, and I do see, there are times where I do seek the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. But there is, like you said, like I'm still here. Yeah. Um, there is a point where I can see where it can become an addiction. Um, but for me, I, I always, for me, uh, I've never let it get to that point. Cause yeah. there are times I go for nostalgia, just for nostalgia's sake of, Oh yeah, this show. And not in like, oh, I remember when things were better, but just like, Oh yeah, I remember this show. Oh my gosh. And then it unlocks memories. I'm just like sitting there like having a dopamine hit of like, Oh yeah, when I did yeah. this and I could do this. Um, but that's why like to an extent I've even, I've always said this, like I, I used to say, I would never let my kids watch the crap that's out today. Uh, but I'm like, I would have to, but I would also integrate <laughs> it and it would probably be 75, 25 of. Yeah. Cause there are some like decent stuff that you could watch right. with your kids but, if you're also enjoying it. But then also because you love some of the stuff so much from your childhood, you would want them to see like get them to enjoy it too. Yeah, like, and, and it gives us sure, that. Share it with them. Yeah. I mean, and it gives us gives us that connection but this is where i get the this where i can envision myself getting the the dopamine high or or the just the joy and happiness is seeing this like for an old disney movie Mm -hmm. um seeing that that magic look on their face yeah and going like I, i i'm seeing what my mom would see on my face like that having that like wonder and kind of and I'm not saying that this is what I'd be doing, but this is the best term I can have. Uh, living vicariously through them of that. Oh yeah, I remember that wonder well, it, of it is kind not of not have not having to worry about anything. It, it's not necessarily living vicariously through them, but like you get to remember. Yeah. Because. Uh, you get to remember what it was like to see this for the first time. You get to remember it being like, oh, I'm safe and secure and like I'm just sitting down and enjoying a, a, a movie and my parent is right there enjoying it with me and I don't have to worry about anything. Like there's something 
nostalgic about remembering those things. Like, there's yeah. something nice. It feels good to remember those things. So I, I can imagine like sitting down with a kid um, and like sharing something that you absolutely loved as a child yeah. with them. Um, I'm trying to think of something. Like I, I think my my sister and brother-in-law have, have, have done that. My brother-in-law has done that a lot with their son, the mm-hmm. little one, um, with like, um, like the, all the like Bugs Bunny shows and, and like, yeah, like those, cause they're all on like one streaming service and they have it. I forget which one it is, but, um, so they like, Max? I think so. That sounds right. Um, but he, they were all there. So he was like, this is good television. I can bear watching it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, because there's, there's so many, like, little, little kid shows that, like, are just so hard to sit through. They're, I, yeah. They're, the, the ones that are enjoyable to adults as well are few and far between. There are a lot more of them now because I think people that are our age and a little bit older are like, I want to make something that I would have loved as a kid and therefore they would still like it now. So it's like kind of for the, the, the parents. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, um, like I, th- I think a show we could, we can talk about is, is bluey. Um, that's, I don't think that's under, um, the SAG after stuff oh, really? because it's, it's in another country. So I don't think it's, this is, I think it's a SAG after is American. Uh-huh. I, I think, uh, I could be wrong, but I, I don't think there's a lot of like international stuff that I don't think falls under it. Um, I could be wrong, but Bluey is, have you seen any episodes? No. I think you would enjoy it. Um, I've seen a few. My nephew really likes it and it's, you've, I mean, you're on TikTok. You've probably, I don't know what side of TikTok you're on, but I feel like you, you would probably have run into people just talking about the show. Yeah. Every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, there's something about the way this show is, is written that just like, hits home for a lot of adults while also being a kid show. And it is, it's so well written that like, it's the reason uh, that it's successful is because it's well written. It's the adults like sitting through it because it's, it hits emotions in a, in a way that like adults will understand. It hits those emotional beats that yeah. adults will understand while still being like, um, not so emotionally mature that a kid can't enjoy it. Um, but it, it's like the kind of, it, I, there's, it's such a great show. Um, I haven't seen all of it. Uh, I, I think you, I think you would like, if you just like hit play on one, I think you'll under, you'll immediately understand why yeah. so many adults even, or, and teenagers too, like people who don't have kids are sitting and watching this show once they discovered it because it's so, it it I think it, it I, I feel like nostalgia is an aspect of why a lot of adults like that show, but there's so many things that they cover in the show. Like I believe there's a, there's an episode, and it's such a subtle moment that only a, the adults catch it. Okay. The there's something there's an there's a moment in an episode where if they, they don't explicitly say it, but if you know you know the the mom had a they they had a miscarriage at one point, oh. and so there's a, there's something that ha- there, there's a thing that happens and like you just kind of see her react to it and then um, the kids are like playing, I think the kids it's two little girls and the, like one's pretending to be pregnant I think it was a balloon and it pops and then you just it the I say camera but it's animation but like the camera pans back to the parents so you just see the mom like react a little bit and the husband like puts his hand on on her like leg or shoulder or something and the adults know that that probably means that they had a miscarriage at one point before the two kids were born and but like a kid's not going to catch that but like a mom who may have gone through that would notice that while watching the show and immediately understand what that means didn't mean to watch a show made for five-year-olds listen it may be geared towards five-year-olds but it's written for everybody trust me (laughs) um it's really good but yeah that that one 
that that's like the the biggest example I could think of. That's the I Brian I, King do the dishes. Hold on, I gotta watch this Bluey episode. Hold on. They're like really short, so it wouldn't be too long. Mm, fair. So, <laughs> Brian, did you watch that episode? I watched it. Well, which one? All yes. of it. Yes. <laughs> like, All of it. When? Last night. <laughs> I think there's too many. Did for you that. sleep? No. No. There's a lot of it. I think there's a lot of episodes. Anyways. That's another thing that there's something there's just something about a parent watching something with their kid because I know obviously neither of us have kids. However, I do remember my parents turning on a thing that they liked when they were younger or they remember watching when they were younger, whether it was old enough that they were children or they're a little bit older, but like sitting down and being kind of excited to show us that like yeah there's. Um, I wish I could talk about this. This was definitely falls in the the category of of struck work. There was a, um, it's an eighties movie. It's technically Lucasfilm, but it's fantasy. Um, it's it starts with a W. They made a sequel series to it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it off I the think mic. I, uh, um, I'm trying to remember. I'm oh gonna, oh oh oh! You got it. It's a pillow scene. with a W. Yes, Sorry. yes. Sorry, I was like, because I, I was like, I need to say it, ah, but I can't. Ah, blah, blah, blah. Yes, uh, that's the show. Uh, that movie, I had never heard of that movie. It's fantastic, by the way. Um, I had never heard of that movie, um, and I'm convinced that it, it wasn't necessarily as popular because it fell right in between like Indiana Jones and, and Star Wars right. in terms of like when it came out. And you wouldn't think that that movie being Lucasfilms. I, I wouldn't have thought Indiana Jones as Lucasfilm. Like, that's not what I think of when I think Lucasfilm. So. But I think. Mm, I mean, I think Star Wars. That, I didn't know if we could say the name. I don't know. That's the whole series, I guess. But that's all I think. But yeah. Anyways, I'd already said it once. Um, But, like, it. My. I, I found out that my parents had, had seen it. And they're like, yeah, it's good. We should definitely watch it before we watch the series. And so we sat down together and watched it. And it's such a magical ride. Like, magical. Yes, there's magic. But, like, it's so good that afterwards I was like, I'm mad that I never heard about this movie before. Right. And, I was, and I was like, why didn't you tell me about this sooner? Like, Sorry, I, I, I was, I was, I'm going to let you finish because yeah, I, I have a movie that's kind of on the same yeah. vein. But I, I was like, man... This was fantastic, and I'm mad that I did not see this earlier. Like, that's how, like, it was good. And then my parents are like, yeah, and we know. It's so good. And I'm like, then why didn't you show me? Why You knew this already. Why Do did you, you just show me? me? <laughs> um, I kind of had that moment with my mom. Uh, I don't remember how uh, how we got onto it, but she talked about this movie. I don't know about if I could say it or not, but it's with Sean Connery and Christian Slater. It's from the late 70s, early 80s. And she said, oh, yeah, it's very good. Basically, they play uh, a monk, uh, kind of a monk priest, but, they, but they're kind of, invest- uh, Sean Connery's investigating a murder or a death, blah, 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 in a monk, in a monk uh, monastery and everything. And as I'm watching it, it's like such a good um, detective movie and there's there's music in it like it's not like musical but like there's music in the background but like my yeah, mind the, the, um, for my memory because it's been a while since i've seen it i don't remember there being any music soundtrack. like huh i'm just soundtrack. trying to remember the word soundtrack yeah. it took me um, very long like my mind can't he- when i'm picturing some of the scenes i can't hear much of a soundtrack i know that there is but it's like it's it's so good it doesn't need it and I was literally like, oh my gosh, this is a fantastic movie, and it kind of like what you said, it was one of those I want to say like B movie, but not even B movie, but just like if you like, um, it, it you snooze it, you it lose did, it like yeah. flew under the radar yeah you know. it didn't it didn't hit popularity yeah, like blink this. and you miss it that's what I was trying to say ah. um and it's so good and like. It, even though we know what's gonna happen, I'm I'm I still just it, thoroughly enjoyed the movie, and I'm like, man, this is this is such a good, 
uh, movie. Oh, and Ron Perlman's in it. Uh, Hellboy. Uh, does he play that character? No. <laughs> I'm trying to picture his face. I'll, uh, Google, I'll Google it. Sons of Anarchy. I'm going to Google it. He has a You're... monkey face. What? He, just keep, just anyways, keep talking. I'm going to um, look him up. And it, it, so yeah, on that same vein, like is that it, that dude's name? What? I didn't realize that was his name. Yeah, um, it's it's such a good movie, and my mom was having nostalgia of it, watching it in theaters, and Christian Slater being so young and everything. And I'm watching just like this is a fantastic movie, and it's so simple and doesn't need a lot. And the twist is even there, and um, like it's just uh, you would enjoy it. Um, cause it's a good detective movie and it's just, ah, it, like, I don't know how else to, to describe it except it's, it's just so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think I, we, I feel like we've not veered, but like Kinda. veered a little bit. That's true. Um, I think that's another reason why we are drawn towards, movies video games music tv shows yeah um because it gives us such a connection yeah like i could when i was working at walmart i saw i was a guy came up to me and was like hey what's this i go yeah it's over here i noticed he had a wrestling shirt on guy i've never met before never seen him since i said oh yeah you like that guy and like He's like, oh yeah, and I made f- made fun of him. Not made fun of him. You like wrestling, but like, oh well, that guy sucks. This guy's better. Yeah, we we like bantered and we like had a connection and like for five ten minutes, two complete strangers were having such a connection. And then like we talked about wrestling, but then we started talking about other stuff. And like that's I guess where in a way the nostalgia for me comes in is because it gives a, it gives you such. A connection to the ads, and for a lot of people that may have social anxiety or are just not very good speakers mm-hmm. or talkers, if they see somebody playing a certain video game or reading a book or wearing a t- t-shirt or hearing them talk about it, it, it yeah, opens the door for them if they know what like, it is. Like uh, you know, I remember back. Uh, this was way back in the day. What's the phrase like? Common ground. Yes, um, you 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 may not remember this. I don't know, mm-hmm. but like in the video game aisle of like Walmart and Target, uh, you would see the uh, like they would oh, have the, monitors the thingy where you could play the game. Yeah, where you could play, play certain game. games. Yeah, I remember. You know, there'd be times like a little kid was would be playing like me, for instance. I'd be playing a game. You as a little kid. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, I'd be playing the game, and I would get two. A couple teenagers, maybe even some adults, just around me going, on, watch out for this. All right, now go over it. Like, they'd yeah, be helping yeah, me out. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, I'm a five-year-old. Yeah, and these are, these are strangers. Yeah, these are strangers. And they're like, help me out. And they're like, oh, yeah, that got me too. Oh, yeah, watch out for this. And then all of a sudden, it's like, all right, like, mom's going, Brandon, we got to go. All right. And all of a sudden, like... Like they be you know saying oh good job or you know there was no fighting of oh my turn it'd be like all right who like you know and it was such a connection and the only other way like I, the outside of TV shows video games and everything mm-hmm. the only time I ever had that feeling for a moment uh, that uh, let me rephrase the that, only other time the that common I can, ground connection yeah the only time I can remember having that at that age or at mm. such a young age was uh, it was a weekend I was with my dad and we went to this gun club. We've been there for years. Anyways, I'm s- still too young to fire a shotgun. Right. But uh, my dad is with some buddies that, uh, and again, these are people we don't hang out with outside of the gun club, but if we see each other in the gun club, we're automatically... Best friends. Oh, oh yeah, we're best friends. We're playing with each other and everything. I'm the one pushing the buttons and everything. And some of these guys were giving me money because I was more than happy to push the buttons for them, and it ticked me off because what <laughs> one, buttons? One, huh? Buttons? Uh, to to shoot the targets, to fire the targets. 
Oh, to, it's to out, launch the, out, the targets. Outdoor, outdoor. Yes, sorry. Okay, so, I, would, I was thinking inside. No, you're good. I'd be the one push the buttons when they say pull. I would push the button, and all of a sudden the target, the clay target is flying. Yeah, yeah. And they'd be giving me five, ten dollars uh, because they're like, hey, yeah, you know, you helped us out, blah, blah, blah. And uh, it was actually funny because the gun club later on hired people to do that. And I'm like. Boo. Oh, you suck. Even my dad was like, yeah, they robbed you. Um, <laughs> but like, Literally. Yeah, exactly. They were like, oh, we can pay someone to do that. But Let's I'm, do that. I'm, I'm here. I'm 10 years old. And these guys are talking to me like I'm... Like I'm there, age 30, 40 years old. Yeah, we're as not, an they're equal. not talking about grown up stuff, but no, they, they're but talking they're, to you like an equal. Yeah, they're not talking to me like a little kid. They're That's like, how I like to talk to children. I talk to them on a, like a like a like a level, like right. a, on their level, but like not in the. I'm I'm never going to talk down to like a child. Right. Like I'm going to talk to me like, hey man, what's up? And I remember uh, another time, and again nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was my grandfather, my dad's side. Uh, he would always talk to me, not in a down, not in a talking down way, but like still a little kid. Mm-hmm. And then one of the last conversations I had with him, couldn't tell you what we talked about, but we just chewed the fat. And we, and he was, that was one of the first conversations I had with a family member that was kind of on that you're an equal. Yeah. And we talked, again, not about too grown up of stuff, but like we were just talking and he was talking to me not just as an equal but like as a man like mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. like and that um you know that that's where like that connection can happen with so many things yeah I, I think that um i i went on a bit of a tangent yeah, no, sorry you did, no you did but I, I as a to sort of bring it back going back to like video games like i mean you were saying that like you you found you can find connection because people also enjoy the thing that you enjoy and now you have a again common ground to, to start a conversation and then maybe start an, a new friendship because right. it's like you have that common ground now you can build on it oh yeah um, but the one uh, to bring it back to to games there's a game that i um pretty sure has zero voice acting so if that was an issue it wouldn't be for this game it's called to the moon um that it's a such a short narrative game that is so emotional it's like a i don't know 16 bit game okay um it's like newer and that that company has made several and they're all like kind of within the same universe it's actually really cool um and they're such short games like i think i spent maybe five hours playing the first one and that's because i took it really slow like you could play it in under under three probably just jeez yeah it's a really short game it's just it's basically like an interactive story almost, but like it's a little eight bit character and you're going through gotcha. things. Um, it's like you're going back through memories or something. Mm. Um, Wait, is it to the moon? Mm-hmm. That's what I said. Oh, I was thinking of bringing us the moon. Oh, yeah, that's something entirely different. Um, but when I think of like a game that is like really connect, I've really connected with it's like that one and then, um, Another one that I don't know that I should talk about. Um, Because I don't actually understand what's going on with video games in terms of the SAG Actra Strikes. Um, So we're just not going to mention anything that has voice acting. Fair. Um, But uh, you you know that game. It's on the the Xbox that I I recently bought a physical copy of. Oh, yeah. Yes. Did you Um, ever get that to work? It's the Xbox. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So I, I gotta figure out what's wrong with your Xbox. Um. But can you do my Switch first? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Uh. I'm not gonna buy anything to figure out what's wrong with your Xbox. So that'll cost me less to figure that out. Ten bucks, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No. The. Anyways. But like that game in particular. Um, I I don't know. I just like connected with it. it. It's just really well written, and and to the moon is the same. And all of the games made by the company Freebird all fall in that category of like there's just something good and 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 it feels good to connect to it. Right. Like they're pretty you know, emotional games. There's like there's aspects of like uh 
nostalgia built in, there's memories, there's childhood, like, there's so much, like, growing old and, like, dying, like, there's so much in those games, even though they're so short and kind of simplistic, they're complex, like, visually they're simplistic, but they're so complex in terms of storytelling. Right. That, um, and in terms of, like, games in in general for, for people, I think the complexity of the storytelling honest uh, for a, a lot of games obviously not all of them but like for a lot of games i think that's what draws people to play things and then in terms of games that don't necessarily ha- or aren't necessarily story driven or have story built behind them um in the gameplay there's like there's something about the accomplishment of like completing a stage of a game or like you know what I mean mm-hmm. like it's like it's that sense of accomplishment of, of completing something within the game or, or, or getting like the trophy at the end or like com- finishing the game as a whole that it feels good to do those things and that's another aspect I was talking about early on in the podcast of like certain th- there's certain things in various media that just make you feel certain things there's certain certain aspects of, of different pieces of media that make you feel things um and video games a lot of them is, it's it's, a, it's about the dopamine of like the of of achieving um things yeah um and then i i don't know i feel the need to bring this up just briefly it's like you you know that whole like argument that's been happening for like years since like we were kids or like video games are making our kids violent or whatever but like the, but like when they, someone actually did a study on it it was actually doing the opposite oh yeah um whereas like the 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 kid a kid who is angry instead of acting out in a physical way goes and plays a video game they can take their aggression on it it appeases that aspect of their brain yeah. and therefore helps them and not, not only that just real quick on that yeah all those like uh Violent acts. I'm not gonna say I'm just a case of. No, that's fair. Yeah. Um, a big one that happened out of high school back in the '90s. People were like, "Oh, video games do this." Like, uh, we went through everything. They didn't even have a video game system. Like, they like they're, yeah. They're they're known for. I wasn't even. I wasn't thinking that way at all. Yeah. But that that is part but of. But like video games argument, make yeah. us make them violent. It's like, really? How? Well, see, he had a gun and everything. It's like, yeah, but if you see, he hadn't like. He didn't play video games, so try yeah. again. Yeah, and it was like the the correlation they were trying to to make was just wasn't there. But you, yeah, it, it's and now there's actual studies on the on the thing, and it's 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 playing video games, even if they are violent, they do the opposite of of making someone violent. It, it appeases that part of your brain, and therefore right. it makes you less violent. And um. Uh, sorry, going back to, to even more video games mm-hmm. and that connection. Uh, th- this one actually deals with the video game. Remember those old plug-and-play type of video games? You plug in the video and the uh, audio, the yellow and white, uh-huh, into the like, TV? Like the like the NES and the Atari? No, like literally you plug those two in and like... Uh, you, you would know them if you saw them. It wasn't like... They were called plug-and-plays because they... They didn't really like need a power source, like or the power source could be uh, four double yeah. A batteries. Okay. Um, and it, like all the games were in the like the controller. Like there was a SpongeBob one where there was multiple oh, SpongeBob games. One of the okay. I, yeah. I think I know what we're talking about. I never had that. Yeah. So though, so it was one of those games. It was uh, it was Texas Hold'em. And this one, I still think is somewhat revolutionary because there were, you could have, I think there was six, maybe eight controllers and the controllers, that's where you did your bedding, folding, everything. And there was tiny little, like, uh, I can't think of the, what, what is called, but, uh, think game and watch where it was just that type of style screen where yeah. it's very, just black lines, yeah. uh, almost etch a sketch. That's better. Like that's better. Yeah. Where it was just black lines Yeah. and that little screen had your cards. Okay. So basically you could play with six people, play video game text Hold'em, oh, and the, your the, the, and the, the controller, controller was has... your hand. Oh that's right. Cool. Right. It's still like if I if it still works, I would almost like want to get one of the adapters played on the big screen. Because yeah. it, it cause that way you could play poker and you know, oh we don't have any cards, you know, or 
Yeah, you literally I just I bet that plug was in. a commercial at the time, to be honest with you. That one surprised me. Um, but I remember it was Christmas. This was what, years and years ago. I'm playing it by myself. It's in my grandparents' house. We have family friends over. Um, I'm playing by myself. Everybody else is kind of like, oh, brains, planes, little video game. We'll all be in the kitchen talking. And uh, I'll never forget this. David Carroll, the, the family friend. Gotcha. Goes to the bathroom, comes back. And the way that the hallway is, like, you have to pass by or through the living room to get back to the kitchen. He stops me. He stops and goes, oh, you're playing Texas Hold'em. I'm like eight, maybe. And I, I loved playing Texas Hold'em because it was a simple poker game that, you know, a little kid could understand. Right. Um, I, don't, I don't remember how it plays, but we could talk about that later. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> uh, so he goes, oh, you're playing Texas Hold'em? I go, yeah. He goes, well... Can, can I can I play? Do me in, bud. Yeah, exactly. I I restarted it, hand him the controller, and all of a sudden we're playing, and, you know, he's, uh, like, I'm telling him, you know, the buttons and everything, and there's only, like, two, maybe three. And, uh, you know, he he's, one, being shocked that I'm beating him in some of these hands. <laughs> like, he's like, I got you, and I'm out. <laughs> And I'm here going, yeah. And then all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, everybody's like, David's been in the bathroom a long time. What happened? Oh. And then you see him. Oh, he's in the living room. What? And then, and all of a sudden, now everybody's going like, oh, text told him. Oh, I'm playing. I'm playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they, it was, and I'm as here. As soon as they understood, what I'm kind of here going like, I was playing text told him the whole time. You guys just not realized it. Yeah. But if it wasn't for him, if it was for David coming in and sitting down and playing and like having that connection of oh yeah it's a video game but it's Texas Hold'em yeah so it's 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 his ground. game but in on my terms type yeah. thing yeah everybody else playing and all of a sudden like it went from me being not in a bad way not purposefully but it went from me being isolated to everybody coming to play the game that I was playing. Yeah. And like there was no, it wasn't a sacrifice of, oh, well, you want to watch TV, kid, get off, uh, or anything like that. It was, everybody was enjoying it. Everybody was laughing and talking and, you know, so, and when it got down to like two people, like it'd be me and somebody else, be everybody's like, they're like going, uh, okay, Han, who's got the better hand? And nobody knows that our hands because, you know. Because it's, it's on it, yeah. And what was even cool, what was even cool, I forgot this part, if it's my turn, my cards are up. When my turn's over, the screen goes blank, so nobody can oh, look so over. Oh, so you can't see that. Right? Great. It's almost like what? Like that? That even today, that's still like mind blown. That's wild. Um, but you know, whoever won the the last hand, like everybody cheered, laughed, and, and like everybody was like, "All right, we're playing again." And it's it like it was going on ten o'clock, and people were like, "Well, we got to go." And some of us were like, no. "But I'm winning." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, honey, we have to leave. But I, I'm, I got, I, I'm above a hundred thousand dollars. It's only a game, and it's like that's when the old people start realize, oh yeah, it's only a game. Uh, <laughs> and so yeah, that that's one of my favorite memories of just all of a sudden the the generations just clash. Yeah, in, awesome. in a good way. In a good way. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. come together. I think yeah. is a better phrase. Um, but yeah, in terms of like, kind of concluding the podcast it's, it kind of seems like the question that you asked at the, the beginning was like what does do movies tv shows video games books music pe- music what does that like what why are we drawn to it what does it mean to us it seems like the, the things we've come up with is, it seems to be like what con- connection mm-hmm. um the emotional I, I emotional connection i think i think connection is a good word yeah. Is that the only word that I would use? Because you could you could be like connection, in terms of like common ground. Now you can have something to talk about. Connection in terms of like an emotional connection to the the show and being able to to feel emotions that you might not feel. I don't know, com- comfortable. Yeah. To, to to express on your own, but allowing yourself to feel them through this piece of media. Yeah. Um. I in think, terms of like nostalgia aspect, like I think it, it can go multiple ways. I think connection is is one of the best ones. The best word to use, yeah. The only other one that I would say, and it, this one is it, like a subcategory of connection, mm-hmm. just an escape. 
whether right. it's a good escape, like I said, like a little v- mental vacation, yeah, or or not a bad escape, but just like I I've had a crap day, uh, or th- everything's piling up in my brain. I yeah. need I need something and to just make you me need go escape. <laughs> you need to connect to something that's not what you've. Current, like you could be like disconnect from that to connect right. with something that's more positive. Yeah, I think connect. Yeah, I like the word connection too. Yeah, th- this, I think this was this was actually like a real like deep one, but like we can get we can go deep in our conversations. We just don't often do them on the podcast. Fair, it'd be like after the podcast. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah, <laughs> about that. Yes. Thanks for listening. Join us next time on Geek EDA FM. Same geek time, same geek channel.